This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you alive from the new sort of improved working on improvement like in the middle of improvements zamp command center here in oh my god it's so freaking hot vermont my name hot is vermont. Bob here <laughs> it's, it's hot vermont and yeah. it is hot it is hot i'm sweating uh <sighs> i'm already out of it's been a while, Bob. Welcome back. I'm back. Hey, I forget. Do I breathe? Do I do yeah. I talk? You breathe um, and you let your hands just so slowly nervous. rise into frame. Slowly. I, I'm doing that. Okay. I'm, I'm stuck to my leather chair. <laughs> nice. So, hot. Uh, so anyway, I'm Bob Fournier. That is Ryan Murphy and also Lou Page, who is also howdy, hot. Howdy, howdy. I have an air conditioner, so I'm okay. Uh, yeah. I wish I had one. I do have an air conditioner, but for some reason, um, yeah, it's still warm. What's the, what's the temperature over in Canada? It's 25 degrees. Don't know why I continue to ask. <laughs> I was about to say, do you need to do the configuration, the, the conversion? I think right? that means it's 65. 65? That sounds it's, about right. It's quite warm, and it's going to rain soon, but that's enough about the weather. We're not here to talk about the weather. No, we're here to talk about zombies. I'm I'm back. Thanks for having me back, guys. Um, the show was not lists. the same without you because we didn't do a show without you. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the, the, for any listeners, Ryan and I did get together last week. We were going to record a show and we were going to talk about Pride and Prejudice and zombies, but there was one news headline. It was a and that week. was that and that was that George Romero got a Hollywood star of fame, uh, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and I went, yeah. That's gonna. We're gonna talk about that more than we're gonna talk about the movie. So maybe we shouldn't do a show. Well, the thing is, the last time we did a show dedicated to George A. Romero, we watched that bullshit whatever the hell that movie was oh called. Oh my god! You probably I remember that. that. And you know I don't what's think I do right now, but yeah. And you know what's sad? All the actors that are in that, uh, I've seen them in all kinds of TV shows in the last few years, and I'm like, well, at least it got them some work. <laughs> hey you know what though that's pretty cool that george romero finally got a, a star on the yeah. what'd you call it, ryan the fame walk of hollywood the hollywood fame walk because you um, they go down and they have like wax figurines of all the people <laughs> like they do in niagara falls yeah that's what it is yeah that's what it is so that's cool though what do you think um why now um, why? i think it I think he's become more. Um, Are they afraid he's gonna die? <laughs> like, I think it's a, I think it's a race to see I- who lives the longest. Stan Lee or George think- Romero is what's happening. <laughs> I think he's become an icon. They're one at person. This point. They're, they're one. So is he trying to get two stars? Him and Stan Lee both have a star, yeah. and he'd be like, "Suckers, I was the same person." Do you think it's because of the popularity of The Walking Dead that um, they finally went? Listen, this guy started the zombie pandemic. Let's give this guy some recognition. Kind probably of thing. Like, we already gave one to Andrew Lincoln and Robert Kirkman. We should probably give one to this uh, Stan Lee lookalike. Yeah. It, it could be, but I, I think it has to do with the fact that his, his 
films have become pop culture now, mm-hmm. yeah. and they weren't before. And he's also directed, in the 80s, he did a lot of other stuff besides zombies. I mean, he is known for zombies, but he did a couple of Stephen King movies and stuff like that back in the, the 70s and 80s. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that he's getting one. It's just, it. I think it took till now for them to even consider him. Yeah, yeah. all jokes aside, I think that um, he's a friendlier looking Stan Lee, but all jokes aside, <laughs> um, again, <laughs> he he... He really does deserve a star. I mean, when you really look at where zombies are at right now in terms of just the content that percolates to the top is really good zombie content. And usually with this type of genre, you don't have really good content in the horror genre. You have kind mm. of okay content. Um, even even Ash vs. the Evil Dead, like, while great, was not like this is a pinnacle of television. You know, Whereas Walking Dead, we get that with The Walking, with the Walking Dead Prime. Uh, and I think that all of that is due to the fact, like, if you asked Robert Kirkman and AMC, like, what what has you making zombie content today, George A. Romero's name will come up. So yeah. it makes sense that he gets a star in the Hollywood fame walk. Uh, completely, area. completely unrelated, but have you guys seen the Kirkman show Outcast? I no. have not. I have not watched it yet, but I have a couple of I episodes. Have. Thank. Is it I've good? Seen- yeah, actually, it's uh, it's pretty good. And I guess Robert Kirkman said uh, zombies have always been a fascination to him, which is why he started with The Walking Dead. But possession is what really scares him. Hmm. And you can kind of tell. I, I read some of the – I signed up for the Comicsology Amazon thing. And yeah. uh, I was reading through Outcast, the comic book. And uh, you could really tell that <laughs> he's definitely got a lot of fears about is possession. It, is it dark? Like, is it is yeah. it really oh, dark? Yeah. Because yeah. that's the other thing. Like, when I think of – um possession i think of the exorcist which nowadays is just silly and you think of like some of the scenes in supernatural where people were getting possessed and it was always like and even ash versus the evil dead it was always very jokey like you didn't really think that they were actually in danger just you know yeah. being well this kind is of silly. Yeah, this is um this is dark mm-hmm. I, I mean the first scene is a kid basically eating his own finger nice because he's possessed so it's it's got some dark elements to it but it, it's a little slow to start but it, it seems like it's gonna be a pretty good show the comic book's actually a really fun read too what channel so is it you on? Guys, i think it was uh, um cinemax yeah cinemax what's a cinemax yeah which i didn't even know was doing original programming i know right <laughs> all right we should probably get into the news that we have this week shouldn't we yes yes we should and the only button i have for that would be this one. Why are Dingleberries brown? Just the way shit is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He could be one of 11, guys. One of 11, which is how many different variations The Walking Dead filmed for season seven's opening scene. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, this is one of those things we talked about. Like, how will they say we're very serious about making sure you are not spoiled? And this is them going, yeah, we gave you a cliffhanger ending. And, yeah, this is a cliffhanger ending, and we are going to keep it that way until you watch the show come October. And I'm glad, because this is costing them extra money. This is what we joked about. It's like they're basically hiring on this actor that they normally would have shipped off to other projects to just sort of hang out in the break room as if he was shooting scenes on a close set. Well, see, this is what they're saying now, that this is they filmed the the, the premiere, and there's... 11 variations the the catch is is that once they start filming the second episode of the season it'll be out 
But they are. They're they're filming. They're filming the show. They've been filming the show for months now, and we still right. don't know who who the now. Mind you, the the amount of those characters, like the eleven supposedly, uh, will will dwindle down as we get a trailer at Comic Con. This, this will. I'm telling you this now. This will delay figuring it out. But mm-hmm. someone will figure well, it out. All- that's all you need, though. If you can delay it long enough, so like the only, the only reason why they filmed eleven is so that way anyone um, not in on the the story who I don't know maybe like some cell phone caught a death scene or whatever you know what I mean. So anyone filming or doing something really has no idea until we get to the season premiere, and if they can delay that long, I'm okay with it. Yeah, like I don't want to find yeah. out in June who who it was, but I w- I wouldn't mind if I found out in September. And we have discussed like the trailer for this needs to be. I've seen some stuff on Reddit where people want some some scenes where Negan's like coming up out to Alexandria and asking Rick to let him in, and and that would be a cool scene for the trailer in which you yeah. know you are going to get a confirmation that Rick was not killed in the trailers. Carl was not killed in the trailers. Like that's going to happen. Negan was not yeah. killed. And he's going to be in the trailer. <gasps> yeah, spoiler alert. He didn't hit himself with the bat. <laughs> he hit a rock and it bounced back. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm taking it like a champ. <laughs> oh, wow. That hurts. Uh, that's uh, uh, that's an interesting that's why theory. That's went so fuzzy. Yeah. Ex- um, oh, man. Yeah, you're right. Um, are, he was looking at a guys. mirror. We solved it here first. Yeah. He was looking at a mirror that was as hard as a rock. <laughs> I just remember <laughs> The, yes. remember the pictures that came out with like and the blood the spewing down the mirror was from his face you just couldn't see it because it was an illusion yeah. man so, so we, we okay know, let's though. let's lock our bets in right now because i want to hear i want to hear oh. what everyone thinks let's lock our bets in now who thinks that this gets and and i'm i'm not talking about like deep threaded i heard or deep threaded Deep threads of Reddit saying, I heard it was this person that died. I'm talking about full-on spoiler alert. This is the person who Negan killed. Who thinks we find that out and when? My prediction is that we don't find out and we learn October premiere date. That's when we I find out we're who's gonna, I don't think we're going to know until the premiere. Okay. Now I want to hear Lou's <laughs> thoughts because I know he disagrees with me. We're going to find out in September. And do you okay. think that'll be... Like a trailer or AMC's doing or just straight up leak? It's going to be a straight up leak from mm. the editing room, I'm guessing. Yeah, because once we did they've have edited that. the first few episodes and we start getting clips of later episodes, we'll start realizing who's not in ca- in camera shots. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 think I just. It's gonna be... It might be wishful thinking on my part, but I would really like them to just. You know, they gave us a cliffhanger. Well, fine. But let's see it go full circle and have them have that reveal happen in October. Well, like I you have, said, there, there have, may be there may be eleven right filmed, but I know, like you said, during the Comic Con trailer and other trailers coming out, it's going to dwindle down to like two or three. But we should also place bets on who we think it's going to be right now before any spoilers happen. Have we, have we not? Have what? we not done that already? Well, I don't know if we changed our minds since reading the threads of Reddit. Okay, <laughs> no fun. So we should write these down so we don't do this every every other week. <laughs> like, did we do this yet? I can't remember. So, uh, so okay. Um, I think it. I think it's Eugene. They make an example of him. Really? Yeah. Oh, also, like spoiler alert, folks. 
<clears throat> I go with Glenn. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Lou. Glenn. I don't. I don't think they'll do Eugene because Eugene will serve a purpose. And they can't do Abraham because he's too damn funny. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's uh, that's another one. I've heard like the mullets is, is is something people are are spewing. Like they think the mullets are gonna get it. Like Kirkman's got a thing against parties in the back and and business in the front. <laughs> brings, he brings him in just to get shot. Look, guys, I'm gonna shave your head. That's what I'm gonna do. Um, yeah, no, I think I think really when we when we come to predicting this, I also think that AMC is past the point of doing the the status the the normal shtick, and I think you're just you're just gonna get a curveball, and I really I'm really ecstatic that we haven't found out who it was yet, and they're really doing their yeah. best to make sure that we don't know. No, I, I'm I'm glad, but I I have faith in the internet. The internet you have faith in the internet. Faith. <laughs> I have the opposite in the internet, and I really think that the internet can be kind of a dick sometimes, and that they should keep keep the, these spoilers to themselves because really, I think learning who it is ahead of time is going to spoil what they've set up for us, which is Ryan. Haven't you learned spoilers make everything better? No, they don't, man. Well, unless unless it's an Independence Day two in which you don't want to go see that piece of shit, and you read the Wikipedia article on it. Like Listen. that's a different kind of spoilers are awesome. You're missing one thing. The spoiler is actually coming from the Walking Dead theme attraction in Universal Studios. You're the person who got killed. <laughs> uh, so the Walking Dead attraction has been open, correct? Yeah. Yes, in Hollywood. In Hollywood, Universal Studios. It's uh, got some zombies in it. Okay, everybody it's go a- to patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast. And this is going to be a new goal. Go- send Zam <laughs> to do a live show at the uh, at the Universal Studios lot, what do you think, guys? I'm down. Yeah, that's a lot of money. I, you know what? I have faith in our fans; they can make it happen. No, <laughs> so not seriously, it's a walkthrough scare attraction, right? So you yeah. basically kind of walk through, and uh, it's where is it? is it? The hospital at the very beginning of like the season, season one, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. This looks actually. I'm looking at some of the pictures. This looks pretty awesome. Yeah, they they've hired a bunch of actors. It's not a lot of animatronics. It looks like they they have a they hired a lot of extras. Yeah. Know. There are some animatronics. So there's a half-eaten zombie crawling around. That would scare the shit out of me. Oh my god, <laughs> that looks terrifying. <laughs> that would be scared like little girls. I kind of want to take that like... home and then like scare the dog with it. Oh, that would probably terrify the dog. <laughs> I'm a terrible person, everybody. <laughs> yeah, you are. So if you guys are out in the Hollywood area and you want to report back to us and say, hey, this is an awesome... And the fact that it's a walkthrough actually makes it ten times better. Because um, that's that's even scarier. Because what do you... I would end up running. I um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge... Again, I love... I love The Walking Dead, but I'm not a big fan of, like, the haunted house experience, you know? Like, I was forced enough to do that in, like, elementary school. Like, oh, feel the spaghetti. It's brains and and hair and shit. And, you know, that's fine and all. I don't want to do it again. I'm happy to experience it from my couch. But I'm not one of those, like, 
No, you I, need to I play have to say, this. VR I'm not. Experience. I'm not a huge fan of the, the 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 haunted house things either. The few times I've done them, I've ended up hurting somebody. Oh. So <laughs> when you jump out of a closet and try and scare me, my reaction isn't to run away; it's to punch whatever jumps out of okay. the closet. Let me just write this down. No, <laughs> yes, no, don't scare Lou in person. Next. It's a good next thing I didn't make that up. mistake last year in Boston. Oof. Yeah, I was going to say, next Zant meetup, I'm going to come around the corner and go, Lou! He's going to go, boom! So the, last <laughs> time I did one, the last time I did one, it was in Salem, Massachusetts, and they had these curtains lined up in a hallway, and they were all black, and what they did was they had somebody in between the curtains jump out, and as soon as I saw the person jump out, I saw, the com- saw them coming, and they tried to scare me, and I just reacted, and I hit them. And they were like, ow! And they, it stopped the whole ride, and I was like, I'm really sorry. You just jarred me, and I, I reacted. <laughs> I was the only one that scares the people working in an attraction. Yeah. I mean, um, the, the, great, the great thing about this universal attraction <laughs> is that it gives people the opportunity that do like those VR experiences and just love to be scared because there are those people out there. Like just like there are people who love roller coasters of every shape, size and death trap. There are people out there that want to experience this. And I hope at least one of our listeners is going to be able to go to this experience and let us know what it's like because I'm too chicken shit to do it myself. Oh my God. I'm watching a video on it, and they got some of the cast members. They have, like, Nicholas and Aaron there. Oh, nice. Um, Oh, did Nicholas fall off a dumpster? (laughs) No, that was, uh, yeah. No, they're showing uh, some of the video for it, and there is one creepy, creepy part where you're walking through a very dark room with corpses hanging, and they're all kind of, like, jittery and, like, moving back and forth. This thing would probably scare the shit out of me. Yeah, no thanks. I, uh... I'm scared enough every time my bills come in, so can you get it? Uh, I'm a dad now. I'm allowed to make stupid jokes. (laughs) Yeah, dad jokes. Well, let's talk about one last piece of uh, Walking Dead news here. Hmm. Um, Rick Grimes. Grimey Uh, Grimes. Like sexy, like old school Rick Grimes or like grimy Grimes? Like new grimy Grimes? No, sexy Grimes. Sexy Grimes. Okay. His house is for sale. Not his house. Not his house. house. The house they used... For Rick Grimes' house in the first episode, and the pilot is for sale. I do believe it was filmed at eight seventeen Cherokee Avenue, in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, according, and how much? And how much is that house going for? Uh, six hundred fifty-nine thousand nine hundred dollars. Wow! Just on yeah. the fact that they filmed some <clears throat> scenes here, like outside, it's gonna that sell. House. That's a crazy no, thing it, about it, it. it. It's the area. Oh. Um. I don't know anything about Atlanta. Mark- the housing market in uh, Georgia is kind of crazy from what I hear, so I'm not surprised to hear that the houses are going a, for that kind of money. It's a nice house. It's, it's a three-bedroom, two-bath. built in 1897. 2,100 square feet. Let me just, can I just read this to you guys? Yeah, read it. Read it. Okay. <clears throat> the house you want on the street you love. Gracious, spacious rooms that harken back to another time. This historic structure frames a completely renovated masterpiece of modern conveniences and energy efficiency. 2013. Two working fireplaces, clawfoot tub, heart pine floors, 11-foot ceilings, and original millwork honor the old while embracing the new chef's kitchen, the dry bar, double marble master bath, walk-in closet, two sets of 8-foot French doors opening onto huge covered rear deck, driveway and alley access for parking. Sheriff Rick slept here. (laughs) With his wife and Carl. One line at the very end. Sheriff Rick slept here. $660,000. $660,000. And, and, and to be honest, in the episode, the house doesn't really look that big. 
But that's it's because only, uh, of the. But that's 20, because of the way they filmed it. Twenty one hundred square feet, my friend. I know. Mm, pretty good size house. Yes, it is. I don't know, six hundred sixty thousand dollars. That's you know pretty what? crazy. Why would you? First of all, why would you want to live in this house? Because you're gonna have how many people like that's where Sheriff Rick slept. I read it on a, a, a deadly article. I'm going to go if there and take it, my picture. If it, <laughs> a deadly if article. anything like the house from... Uh, Breaking uh, Bad? Breaking Bad. Or Full they House. Still have pe- they still have people throwing pizzas on their house. Luckily, yeah. nothing bad happened at this house, right? It was right. It was just flashbacks, I'm trying to remember. Uh, he went he, there, and that's where he met Morgan. Oh, right. No, Morgan's his next-door neighbor? No, no. Morgan was camping in the house when they got there. When he got there, so is that actor just going to show up randomly? Like, I'm on the show. I got free and clear. That's part of the agreement. You didn't read the agreement when you bought the house. Oh man, that sucks. <laughs> He's just a squatter. Like, I'm here shooting in Atlanta, so I need a place to stay. So, I'm going to squat <laughs> in this here house. <laughs> oh, I, wouldn't be be sur- I wouldn't be surprised if it's already sold. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Can't win them all. Well, the last bit of news we have. Mm-hmm. Let's go save the world. Who's that? Uh, Scooby Doo. Bruce Campbell. Ah, so close. Ash vs. Evil Dead season two trailer was out. Looks just as good as season one. So yes, it does. I didn't finish season one. I got about to eight episodes, and from the looks of this little picture here, uh, Lucy Lawless is a good guy. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, no. It, 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 yeah, not to spoil it, but the big reveal at the end in the last two episodes is that she's actually a bad guy, ah. and she makes a deal with Ash at the end, and that's how the season ends. And season two is supposed to pick up right where season one ended, and it seems like the deal she made with Ash, things do not go her way. Okay. Well, I need to finish it. Um, but unfortunately, it's just nowhere easily streamed here in Canada, which has been causing some issues. Um, so, anyways, I don't know. I <laughs> I think I I just I like it. I like the show. Mm-hmm. I'm just sick and tired of all these great shows being on different like networks that have terrible service. You know, it's uh, like Game of Thrones gets a pass because it's really really good, but man. Come on, stars. Why is stars and what's that other show you were talking about? Striptease, Cinemanax, Cinemax, Cinemax, yeah. <laughs> Cinemax. Like, why are they making original television? Sounds like a snack. Uh, Cinemanax. <laughs> yeah, actually, that sounds pretty good. Anyways, that's that's a conversation for a different podcast. But I think I do love Bruce Campbell. I do. Lo- I and you know what? He's back, man. In this show, he 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 doesn't drop a beat. He's exactly he's he's what. He's not just playing Ash. He's playing Ash grown up, well, quote unquote grown up, or uh, let's say aged, however many, 30, 40 years, what is it? 30 years? I'm, I'm, my math is bad, but it's, it's just 30. It's it's over 30 years. So it's over 30 years. The original, like, the original film was 1982. Yeah. And, and the thing is like, it's, it's not him growing up. It's him just aging. Like that character is still acts the way he acts when he was in the movies but like he's done it for a a much longer period of time and he's just set in those ways and i thought that was a really good way to bring the character forward um while attracting new audiences as well as old ones and 
season two trailer looks to build upon season one in that he's he's learned more things but he's still that like aged like dirty asshole <laughs> like he's still he's just <laughs> such a lovable asshole you know i don't know anyways i'm looking forward to checking out season two and i really 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 think it's a show that we should uh follow week to week yeah, um, we could try. Has anybody watched that Brain Dead show? Speaking of zombie shows, uh, I did. I watched the first episode. And is went. it good? It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's it, it, it's more of an, an alien invasion than it is a zombie show. Who's the main girl in it? The one is it the girl from Cloverfield Lane? Yes. Uh, I can't remember her name. I'm terrible with names. This is nothing personal. Um. In case she's listening. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, because she's, she's a huge fan of the show. She, you know what? That's how she got through uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. It was on the audio commentary, so shut your mouth. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. Don't shut your mouth. You're carrying the show. Shut um, <laughs> no, right. Shut your mouth. You need to get that clip out. <laughs> I don't know if I have it. You get a stick and punch him in the head. Hey, I do want to play one thing while we segue into our topic of the week. Sure. Um, this is a song that I found by an artist called YT Cracker. Mm. And um, he's a hip-hop artist, but he's a nerd. And I'll let you hear it for a second. Shame. I annihilate you, then I violate your remains. You choked and you froze because you what? got so scared. Crush your body in the cellar. I hope you rock down there. Turn up on your meat, screams off a goblin feed. Leave that, but never mind the act. Just please. Get on the Just want to honor Bruce Campbell real quick there. Why is that? What? Why? Why is that the <laughs> Bruce Campbell? There, uh, it's a zombie song. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Well, that was a that was a delicious segue. Yeah, thanks. So let's talk about a couple movies, shall we? Sure. Or at least one movie. Yeah, we'll 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 um we'll, we'll hint at the next we'll, one. Yeah, exactly. So about uh, two years ago, we watched <laughs> two years um, ago, Pride and Prejudice and zombies um we all decided to take the adventure and watch this movie so we could talk about it on the show uh i was actually really excited about watching the movie then you started watching it and then and then i watched the movie (laughs) and no don't get me wrong when it started it was really good Mm -hmm. it it has its moments but there's a lot of lulls (laughs) And, and, and you can kind of predict where it's going right off the bat I have a question. The first question that popped into my head when I watched this movie. Did I need to read Pride and Prejudice? That was the first I'm, question. Um, yes and no. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's not necessary. Yeah, but there were, there were things you would pick up on if you had mm-hmm. uh, that you wouldn't have picked up on otherwise, but you didn't need to. Another yeah. question right after that one was, <sighs> do I need to enjoy Pride and Prejudice to enjoy no. Pride and Prejudice. See, I disagree no. with that because I hated all the Pride and Prejudice stuff in this movie. The The idea <laughs> of dropping zombies into this sort of time period is really fascinating, but the Pride and Prejudice stuff is so boring. And this is the reason why I wasn't able to get into um, that other show with uh, boring British people, but was supposedly really good. Uh, it's got the McGonagall in it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I down t- downtown Abbey. Downtown. <laughs> downtown Abbey. There's another trailer for you. No, Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey. That that was a show that I watched an episode of, and I was like, I don't know if this is for me. 
I'm not saying that it's boring, but for, for me, it was kind of like I couldn't get into it. And I have the same issue with Pride and Prejudice and Zombies where the whole like, oh, well, I will propose to you at uh, the sight of dawn. And if you betray my trust, I will shove a sword into this here brick. And then it's like, I don't that? think so. <clears throat> what? <clears throat> I don't think um, you really need to uh, even know or But did you like that it? stuff? Did you like that well, portion of the movie? I understand that piece of history. Like, it's not like it's, you know what I mean? Like, I understand how things were in a certain way. And I know that, don't get me wrong, I know there weren't zombies there. Well, or, you don't know that. Or were there. <laughs> um, this is a documentary, but, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a, based on a true story. Um, but it, I get that timepiece, and I kind of like the historical timepiece of it all, uh, infused with the zombies. Uh, I think Matt Smith basically stole the movie whenever he was on screen. Oh, yeah, he was he's, fantastic. He's, he's, he's the biggest sissy ever, but every time he shows up, he plays the role so well that you yeah. forget that everybody else is like killing zombies, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. I love Matt he's, Smith. <laughs> he's just so silly. Okay. Yeah, he yeah, it's, um... like he's the reason that I was instantly interested in the movie, and I agree with you. Every scene he was in was kind of was well, that was the moment for me. Like whenever he was on on screen, and I think he was underused uh, in in the entire film. Like he could have, yeah. I think he could have played some of the other. See, this is the other problem I have with the film. Like every actor was so dry. And I'm sure that's just due to the writing. It was so dry and just unenjoyable for me, except for Matt Smith and and some of the female actors as well, like uh, Game of Thrones lady Lena Headley or Headley. Headley, thank you. Um, I liked all her stuff. I liked uh, I liked uh, uh, Tyrese. Uh, uh, what's their last name? Griffin. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Come on, guys, help! You know who I'm talking about. The Tywin's father. Tywin Lannister. Tywin, yes, thank you. Tywin Lannister. I like that actor. I thought he was really good. But the two other main dudes, like I think Matt Smith could have swapped with any one of them and made it a better film. Especially the yeah. main guy who was like the main, the main good guy, quote unquote. I think Matt who, Smith would have been who, better. Who, who you? technically hate throughout most of the movie till yeah. you realize he's actually the hero yeah and then the other guy is the bad guy and the yep. other guy is the bad guy yeah uh, th- th- i didn't like that actor i think he overplayed his hand with most of those scenes he went out of his way to make himself way too dislikable so that even when he was likable you were like yeah but he was kind of a jerk i really don't care now well, yeah <laughs> and that's just the problem is Throughout the most of the movie, he's he is a total jerk, <clears throat> and then like all of a sudden at the end, you're like, I'm supposed to enjoy, like you're supposed to be doing this right, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I, I like the movie. I like the way it started. I like the uh, the whole idea of it, but it just dragged on for most of it for me. I I feel like there was probably about twenty minutes of the film that they could have cut out, like the whole portion of the film where the sister goes missing in the beginning, mm-hmm. and they think she's sick. Like, that felt like that could have been summed up in, like, five or ten minutes, but that felt like that was, like, 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah. And it was like, okay, can we move on? (laughs) They're still talking about the girl being sick. Either kill her or just (laughs) send her home. (laughs) I I mean, there was a lot of points in the film where it's... And I think it's the subject matter. I think the subject matter is to blame in that they... 
they adapted, and again, I haven't read the book, and I know there, there's got to be at least one listener out there that can write in and kind of explain the, the, the joy of this product, maybe even just as a book, because maybe it just doesn't translate well to a movie. But I think that, for me, they adapted the wrong parts, and they could have tightened it up. It was it was a lot longer than it needed to be. Yeah. And but but the part there were parts in the film that were really interesting. Like I thought that the the whole zombie cult feeding on um, uh, like yeah, cow's like blood I, and, and brains. I, I expected that to go somewhere, and it literally turned into no. They're all just zombies, and he's controlling them. So now let's just kill them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, he turns yeah. them rapid right at the uh, rabbit. 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 Thank yeah. you. I am, uh, yeah, day is <laughs> quickly winding down. Um, but yeah, I just, I think that really portions of the film are really cool. And I like the setting in the sense that the visuals are very well done. Um, yeah, the, vi- the visuals were fantastic. The special mm-hmm. effects were fantastic. I'll even go as far as to say the acting was good. It was just the script that was kind of... Eh. The, the fight scenes were, like, especially involving yeah. zombies, were pretty pretty lackluster and yeah basics probably the better word they weren't lackluster like some of the fight scenes between characters were at least interesting and playful like the the fight scene between the main dude and the main chick where they're almost like uh fighting but slowly taking each other's clothes off like slowly falling in love through a choreographed fight i thought that was at least somewhat interesting and and kind of exploring (laughs) those two characters as opposed to the other romance and i know this is how it worked back in those days where it's like you know a wealthy guy you know proposed to a girl just randomly or through arranged marriage and i think playing around with that idea of of these two kind of being adversaries but clearly having some chemistry was was interesting um and just much more interesting than the whole like Oh well, Poppycock. I uh, I am uh, I am Matt Smith, and I let me just get my screwdriver. You know, like I thought that that was really interesting, and um, yeah, just it just uh, did not come together at the end. It was it was kind of a long film that could have been a half hour shorter, I think. Yeah, well, and that's the thing is um, <clears throat> the way I felt about it was like when it first started, I was like. Ooh, this this has potential, and then halfway through, I was like, oh, I'm still watching it. I was excited like, to watch it, yeah. Yeah, and then maybe I will, you know, maybe towards the end I'll just kind of pick back up, and as I kind of predict the story going further, and you're like, yeah, yeah, I kind of see this happening, but it's not terrible, it's not terrible, and then it just kind of ends too, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> like it was all this big drawn out story, and then it was like a quick like, I've turned them all against you, see you later, bye, you know, that kind of thing, and I was like, all right, well. That was a movie. <laughs> um, I don't know. I was. I told someone after I watched it, I was like, yeah, I watched that Pride and Prejudice and Zombies movie. They're like, oh, I was looking at uh, renting that show. Rent it? And I went, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you're a fan of zombies and you like Pride and Prejudice, like you like those sort of settings in movies and television, then I think this is the movie for you. Because if you're a big fan of Downton Abbey and a big fan of The Walking Dead... Downtown Abbey. We... I thought I said it right that time, didn't I? <laughs> okay. So if they combine, if you like both those things and you want to see them combined, I think this is the film for you because I think it does that very well. But I really and truly honestly think that this movie is not as good for me because I just don't like that sort of, that prim and proper Britishness. 
Um, yeah. I don't like it in that sort of dosage where it's like like overdosing on this prim and proper. Whereas, you know, Game of Thrones has that like nice, you know, layer of it, but not enough that you just get drowned in politics. Um, hmm. I, I don't know. It's it's tough to explain, but I, f- I feel like there's a there's a listener out there that, that liked this movie or likes the idea of Pride and Prejudice in Zombies, and they should write in. Because I know this is a pretty popular uh, zombie book, right? So, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the first book is popular, and the, I can't remember the author's name now. Um, uh, but what else, what else did she do? Oh, Jane Austen? Yeah, no. Well, that's the chick that originally wrote it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not it was adapted by a guy. I should have said yeah, Dame because she's from that area, isn't she? Or that era? Nice area. Uh, yeah, she it is, is a guy. It's like Justin or something. Justin or something. That's a weird name. <laughs> and, he, and, and he's also adapted several other yeah, books. Yeah, well, 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 there's a sea, there's a a sea monster one, too. S- Seth Graham Smith? That sound about right? Yeah, Seth Graham Smith. Um, what else did he do, Lou? What were we saying? There's a sea monster book, too, that's oh, adapted. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. And he also did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, I believe, too. Right. That's the other one. And was that a movie or was that... That was a film as well. Uh, it was also a huge flop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's so a this was not This was not considered a flop. This was considered like it just broke even. That's good. So a well, different author wrote the sequel and the prequel to this to Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, which is kind of interesting to think about. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's nice to hear that it wasn't a complete flop because they super set up a sequel at the end. They did. <laughs> they really, really did. I it's don't like, think there will ever be a sequel, but I don't think there, there will won't be. be. I don't necessarily <laughs> need one, but. Uh, there are other movies getting sequels that probably didn't need one, so hey, it's a free country, right? Yeah. Well, let's let's end the show with a movie that I think we're all super excited about. I'm kind of excited, right? Is that okay? <clears throat> yeah, that's what I meant. We're oh, okay. all excited about Dead Rising Endgame. Yeah. yeah it came out. They like, came out on the 23rd. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta watch it, guys. And guess yes, what? I get to watch it without commercials because I, I get to watch it. You. With 45 minutes of commercials. I am a Rogers subscriber and have access to Show Me in Canada, and it is, I just Show saw me. it. Uh, it's it's playing in Show Me. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's on some streaming service in the States, like either Hulu or Amazon. Um, it is looking only on Crackle. Really? Yeah. So Crackle paid to have it made. Well, it's not on Crackle here in Canada, right? That was the issue we had last year, where I had to use a <laughs> yeah, VPN I don't to think watch Crackle. it. I don't think you have Crackle in Canada. Uh, we do. We do have Crackle. Um, it just sucks. <laughs> I think we had this conversation a year ago. We have we led, yeah, it, led we into did. drugs. I'm pretty sure. We we have Crackle. We just don't have uh, we don't have access to to uh, cocaine to original Crackles. You know, we just have o- OG Crackles. Uh, but I'm looking at this here. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's loading. I don't want to watch it right now. I'm, I'm Investigative reporter Chase Carter attempts to stop a secret government conspiracy that threatens the lives of millions of innocent people in a quarantine city during a zombie outbreak. Yeah, and it is exclusive to show me in Canada. So take that, you dumb crackle. So my thing is, is I I remember enjoying 
the first film for what it was. Yeah. The Watchtower film. Um, so I have high hopes for this one. I yeah. Really do. I think I think it just needs to kind of it doesn't need to be amazing. It just needs to have that that quirky fun. But the thing that bothers me is that Frank uh Frank Oh shit, what's the character's name? I said it was Frank Castle last time. That's not it. Frank Frank Come on guys. <laughs> why why do we do this, Ryan? What's the why character's name? Ryan, why do you have to why do you have to bring names up? I intentionally <laughs> avoid names so that we don't do this. But that's half. That's why the people listen, Lou, and that's also why the show usually goes an hour. <laughs> you know, so we're talking gotta... about uh, Frank West, Rob Riggle's character, right? I, yeah, yes. Frank West. Rob Riggle is not in this film confirmed, which is kind of disappointing. But then again, he was kind of like not he was much comic of a character. relief in the last film. He wasn't oh like God. a main character. Dennis Haysbert's in this one. Who's that? Yeah, he was in. Den- he was in the yeah. last one. I know. That's what I'm saying. He's in this one too. Who's Dennis Haysburg? He's the guy from... He's President Palmer. Yeah, in 24. He's in the unit. Done so much stuff. I'm, I don't know. He's also, he's oh, also he's the Allstate, Allstate guy. guy. You're in good hands. Okay, yeah, now that you mentioned something we've all seen. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, so that's so, exciting. We're going we're gonna to watch that next week. Um, we could have done a live commentary if my two co-hosts were Canadian. <laughs> We could have done a live commentary, and then every forty every forty seconds had to go. All right, hold on, commercial. Pause oh, it. Ryan, pause it. Pause it. It's like, yeah. oh man, no commercial. Commercials are. Oh, never mind. They're back. They're back. Oh god, they're back. I still I think it would remember. be funny to to live commentate the Toyota commercials that pop up. I still think that'd be funny, but I got vetoed, so, guys. Dead Rising Endgame. We're gonna watch it and we're gonna talk about it, and I am very excited about it. And uh, when did we figure out Comic Con was? Like that's that's the next big chunk of. I mean, I haven't confirmed that. Have we confirmed that Walking Dead is going to have a panel at Comic Con in uh, San Diego? They, they have to. They yeah, they are. They okay, so they are. So I'm just looking up the dates because we're getting into that area of the summer where, even though we've been busy prior to this date, it could get busier as we go on. So I think it'd be interesting to look at. Okay, here's what people have to look forward to with Comic Con around the corner because that's going to be a huge bundle of news, not just Walking Dead, but also new content in the zombie genre something to look forward to and i'm still trying to find the dates because their website for comic-con doesn't have the first well, you dates. you would know what the dates are right i mean well the dates are actually july 21st to the 24th so that is right around the corner real soon yeah so if we do end game next week uh that is literally the week le- the week right after um we might miss it so yeah so in three weeks you can enjoy some comic-con coverage on Zombies Ate My Podcast with, I'm sure, the first trailer of Season 7 of The Walking Dead. Yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, looking forward to it, man. Yay! Well, guess what? It is like 104 degrees in here. Um, Plus, Pokemon Go is out. What the heck are we doing? I might die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that. Yes, well. All right, let's get to the wrap-up. This is my first time back. I was a, a little rusty. I couldn't uh, talk. Something about... Uh, I don't know what this means. Voila! There you go. Magic. You did it. Yeah. There we go. Ryan, mm-hmm. would you like to get into the wrap-up, sir? Sure. Let's wrap this uh, pretty little package up. Um, I want to thank the patrons. The patrons at patreon.com slash podcast are supporting this show, and so can you by donating just as little as a dollar once a month 
we're a monthly show, so you can don't worry if we're not going to post a bunch of shows like we normally do and charge you for each one. Nope, once a month, go over to patreon.com and support the show. We're also on Alpha Geek. We go live on Channel 1 at 9.30 p.m. Eastern most Wednesdays. We've been pretty inconsistent lately, but we are getting back on track. Uh, but if you want to find out more about Zombies Ate My Podcast, go to zombiesatemypodcast.com. Getting a new facelift very soon, maybe in time for our third year anniversary, which Ooh. is far enough away that I can promise we'll do something huge and epic with the website. You can email us, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. <coughs> follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, plus one us on Google+. Plus. You can follow individual hosts on Twitter. I'm at rmurphy, Lou's at busyzombielord, and Bob is at bobbertf. Finally, a quick shout-out to Joel Duggan for the amazing Zamp artwork. Find more of his stuff at joelduggan.com. And also check out the Kickstarter he's running with Piper uh, Thibodeau, I think is how you yeah. pronounce her last name. And you can find links to that at forgepublishing.com. They're putting together a sweet book, and if you're a fan of Nintendo like me, there's a lot of great arts in there, mm-hmm. is what the kids call mm-hmm. it, the arts. Uh, the so arts. Check it out, forgepublishing.com. Support that Kickstarter. It looks really cool. A dot com. <laughs> oh, right, right. Forge Publishing, a dot com. A dot com. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. Lou Page. Any last words? Uh, don't watch Pride and Prejudice and Zombies unless you uh, really want to sit through painful, painful dialogue. That's, that's pretty good, though. I mean, he's... he's... That's one reason it. Get on the floor and do the Bruce Campbell. Get on the mic, let the jump like a candle. Four and six were more than you can handle. Protect your neck and do the Bruce Campbell. Not the kind that you get in the back of a car at the drive in, but the car with the high end of being laid up in the creaky house. Yeah, we can people shout, not a living thing. Yeah, we can people shout, not a living thing. Yeah, we can people shout, not a living thing. Yeah, we can people shout, not a living thing.